0: my goodness y'all we made it to the end of 2021 is this crazy is it just me did this just year go by so quickly and so fast I know that it has been a whirlwind of a year but because it is the last week of the year I really want to talk about celebrating our successes. And this is a super important thing to do is to make sure that we work in time to celebrate our successes. And I feel like a lot of industries and a lot of corporate culture does talk about celebrating successes, but I don't know, it just feels like a little inauthentic, a little like maybe just acknowledging uh, successes. And successes are really important, right? Because in our society, we want to produce, 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 and it's easy to just steamroll over, like check, 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 got that done, we're going on to the next thing, right? But we've got to pause, we've got to celebrate our successes, we've got to build a winning streak for ourselves, and I am going to talk about how we actually do that so it feels like a true win, a true reflection, a true celebration. Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 9 of the Harvesting Results Show where I help you serve others by providing tools, resources, and advice so that you can nurture those roots to harvest the fruits of all your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I am Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about celebrating successes, celebrating those wins. We know that you have them and we need to celebrate them, okay? So before we get started, if you are wondering about the top three mistakes that nonprofits make, head on over to katulo.com/startup. slash startup. That is a free master's class. That's my gift to you. And hopefully it can help you not make those mistakes as we head into 2022. But today we are talking about celebrating wins. And this is so important. First of all, I've talked in my prior videos about how nonprofit executive directors often lack confidence or or they might be in a stage where they feel like this is just their little project they don't really feel like a legitimate like ceo of a legitimate organization so one of the ways to build confidence is to develop a winning streak you know we do this for kids we do this for adults alike okay so this is literally like i'm gonna get a few wins in the pipeline so that I've I started feeling myself, I start building that confidence, I know that I've accomplished some things, right? But if we don't stop to define what a win is and then define how are we going to celebrate that win, then those wins can just like go on past us and even though we're doing so much, we still feel like we're not doing that much because we haven't even acknowledged what we're doing. So we need to be able to acknowledge what we are doing. So my point number one is celebrating successes is more than just acknowledging so how many of you have been on like a staff call or a meeting where at the top of the meeting they say we are going to celebrate our wins what are our wins everyone and people say oh we did this this week we did this and then they're like all right can we just take a moment and then that's it that was the celebration yay i don't know if that feels good to you but to me i am like That doesn't at all reflect the amount of work that went into this thing and like how big of a deal it was. It's an acknowledgement. So acknowledgements are great. It's the first step. So I think that that's awesome. And I'm not you know, putting anyone down for adding successes into their weekly meetings or whatever. I think that that is a good starting point. But what's even better is to literally define what's a win. So at the end of each project or whatever, How are we gonna celebrate that once we get there, once we accomplish it? I want you to set big, and think about this for 2022, I want you to set celebrations for big milestones that you're going to hit. So we talked about strategic planning last time, and so for some of those big accomplishments that you're going to do in 2022, right next to your KPI, say we're gonna hit this goal, we're gonna do it in 2022, and once we do it, write what the celebration is. And it can be anything. You can take your team out for lunch. You can take a day off from work. You can take a couple hours off from work. You can do whatever, get yourself a massage, buy yourself a candle on Amazon, whatever. And these can be business expenses, especially if these are like incentives for staff or incentives for volunteers to be able to continue hitting their goals. That candle can be a business expense for you or your staff. You deserve it, build it in to your culture, build it into your everyday. This is part of our plan is taking the time to celebrate the team, celebrate our successes. And it gets you excited to hitting these things, but it also works in some self-care items, some really good, feel good vibes. Some of those things that you think that you have no time to ever do, if they are built into your plan, then you will do them. And boy, if you have outlined what how you're gonna celebrate something and then you just never take the time to get it, that is not, good leading by example, right? You would want your volunteers, if you gave them a reward for doing something, to go and actually get that reward, right? So we need to follow through on that. But set up those celebrations to big milestones and then do the celebration. This allows you to fill your life with meaningful celebrations. And the celebrations can reflect the work or the size of the project if you want. Even if you have like small things that you need to hit each month, like a certain number of posts for social media, or you have to serve a certain amount of kids, or you need to make sure that you're taking progress notes, or like whatever those small things are, maybe it's just, here's our targets, and any time that we hit all of our targets in one month, we all get a lunch paid for, or we all go out together, or we all get a little goodie of some sort, or whatever it is, whatever is meaningful to you. But maybe there's like a huge grant that you got, and that's like a big $25,000 grant, and it's going to take you seven months to fulfill the project when we are done the project don't just send the final invoice or whatever and then say "Ooh, that was good like plan something use that time also to reflect on what it means for you there's another thing that we're supposed to do called a post-mortem and that's like something happens maybe an event happens and or maybe something bad happens and we are able to pause and say like why did this go wrong and what can we do differently? And we would do that probably anytime a crisis or something unfortunate happens at our facility, right? Well, I want you to do it with things that go right as well, okay? So make sure, like if you do a big project and you knock it out of the park, pause with your team and have some reflection time and say, what went well? Why did it get done on time and under budget? Like, what was it? And have the team, Tell volunteers or whoever the team is tell you. They might tell you, you know what, we worked really good as a team, or oh my gosh, it was all hands on deck for this time, or it was really great that we utilized this new project management software. Whatever the feedback is, understand that's what worked, that's what the team liked, that's what helped us reach this goal. Then you get to implement all of that later, and the reflection can be in the celebration. The celebration can literally be like, I'm just gonna make hamburgers and hot dogs for my crew. We're gonna talk about what worked, celebrate it, and then you can move on. But at least you've had some celebration. And if it's just you, if you're just the executive director and there's nobody else, make sure that you're celebrating your own successes Tell your board about it. Tell your board about how you're gonna create a celebration culture, and then start doing that for your volunteers. And as you get team members, you'll already have it worked in that you celebrate your team. This is big work. And I'll tell you why it's so important to celebrate your successes, not just for confidence, not just so that you can stop and reflect, not just so that you can feel good about what you're doing, but it's a time that you get to remember the mission. So if you are just like steamrolling forward trying to get a bunch of work done and you're never pausing and you're never realizing what you're accomplishing the thing is is the whole purpose of your organization is a mission it's something that you're accomplishing as a public good so you don't get to say like profits are up people are going to get paid more usually like usually it is we accomplish big things showing people stopping pausing and saying like we did serve the amount of people that we said we were going to serve. We were able to raise a certain amount of dollars. We did do what we say we were going to do with donors' money for a population, that's a big deal and it's a time while you're celebrating it, not to say I earned my pedicure or like I got my candle and people are like, Oh yes, cool, she really celebrates her successes. No, it's a time for you to be like, let me tell you about what this candle means. This candle represents that we fulfilled a grant that did several focus groups where we were able to develop this report into something that's going to be really meaningful and influence care for people, whatever. Let me tell you what this lunch means. When I take my whole team out and I do spend $300 on the company's account, let me tell you what it means. It means that, we hit all of our numbers, we were able to raise awareness, we were able to save more people, we were able to serve more people, whatever your mission is. But like, use this celebration as an opportunity to say like, yeah, you see these good vibes in this celebration that's happening over here, cool. Let me tell you what it's all about. Okay, so don't miss the opportunity to be like, heck yeah, we do this, and this is why we do it. And if we don't feel darn good, about coming to work every day, we are not gonna show up good for the people that we're trying to serve. We're just not going to do it. So it should, please do not create this martyr, I work in a nonprofit and everybody here volunteers and you know slaves away and it's so hard and you know it's on to the next thing and we have no money and did it. You can talk about that stuff. You can it's real, you know, the fact that things are tough and it's shoestring and you really have to pull it along and you're doing a lot. But when people come to your cause, you need to be like, we are here for a reason. You need to attract people in. You need to have a magnetic brand and presence. Saying like, it's hard, I never have time to do anything, and uh, is not the way to bring people in to your special cause. Let's recap. You want to make sure that you're not just acknowledging. Don't just say, let's celebrate our successes and list your wins, okay? Do an actual celebration. And you know what, if you have a team or you have a team of volunteers, do not sit in your office trying to figure out how do I celebrate these people? How do I do something that's meaningful and then be like, I brought in a cake, I made them a party, they should be happy. Ask them, say these are the goals for next year. When we hit this, what do you guys wanna do? Ask, keep everybody involved. That's how you make people have ownership and you have people bought into your mission and then they get incentivized because the thing that they're working for is something that they wanted to do. Put it on other people, all right? This isn't all like you have to come up with, now it's another thing you have to do, celebrations. No, ask them, how are we celebrating this? We're not going to get away without celebrating this. It's more than acknowledging you're going to actually celebrate. When you go out and you celebrate, reflect back, why are we celebrating? What was this about? Like, how did it work? Why did we accomplish it on time, on budget? What worked so well and what can we replicate next time to make sure that we get even more wins and even more celebrations? Set different celebrations for different types of accomplishments. So maybe a small little something for weekly things that you're supposed to be doing. And then big old celebrations for big accomplishments of you know larger initiatives. And then make sure that you use this celebration as something that you can talk about. So if you're posting on social media, the team and I went out with a bowling for a bowling celebration. Let me tell you what this celebration is about. It's another event, it's another thing you can talk about, it's another vibe that you can put out there to make people feel like, darn, this place is just doing such cool things. And I love how she treats her team. You know, I love that she celebrates and gosh, she does it all for her cause, which everybody's gonna know about because it's always what you're talking about, it's what you're celebrating. And at any point, if you can bring in the people that you serve, do that. So if you can do a celebration that's like, we hit all of our numbers last year, or hey, we hit our end of year campaign, if it's appropriate, invite the families that you serve invite the people that you serve and show them like we hit our fundraising goals that means that next year is going to be incredible we're going to be able to do x y and z get the people that you're serving more bought into your mission by celebrating your accomplishments with them so they can see all the cool stuff that you do that they might not see behind the scenes i hope this is helpful listen i know so many nonprofit executive directors use this end of year time to like well, probably work, right? You work. Or if you don't work, you like pass out because you've worked so hard and you're like needing to recharge. But I want you to set up your 2022 so that you're work list is sustainable. You're working on essential items so that you're not pulled away constantly by non-essential items. You actually are able to get the things that you want to get done, done. You have time to celebrate those things. And then when it's time, like now a vacation, and no, I'm not recording this on my vacation. I have recorded this prior and I'm going away for 10 days because I believe in that and I'm putting everything away. Okay. So when it's time for celebration not complete sleep for 10 days because I burnt myself out, but when it's time for celebration, like the holidays, you actually get to unplug and celebrate because you've set yourself up to have the life that you wanna live while serving others, and that is just so cool, so cool, so cool. Don't forget to go on over to katulacom slash startup if you wanna hear about the top three mistakes nonprofits make. It's a free master's class, my gift to you, and then, you don't have to make those mistakes. And trust me, I made them, you don't want to make them. And also if you can drop in the comments, please let me know what's something you're gonna celebrate. What is the little thing you're gonna give yourself uh, for small celebrations or what's a big celebration you'd like to do? Are you gonna do it for yourself? Or are you gonna do it for your team? Tell me about your celebrations. And if you feel like you would like to incorporate celebrations more into your work life, make it fun, make it fun for you and make it fun for others. All right, guys, have a great rest of this year, rest of your holiday season, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for your service to this world.